Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In this interview, someone's asked, what's the best nickname you've heard in football? And his, <laughs> his response is... Was... One size, one size. Yours is one size? Yeah. Why? Fits all. <laughs> Mate, that is elite. <laughs> oh, God. I'm proper God. <laughs> Welcome to the From the Finney podcast with me, Jake, me, Ollie, and me, Dan. Um, yeah, it might be short-lived, but we're top of the league, um, and we're going to make the most of it. So we're going to obviously discuss going top of the championship, we'll talk about the Charlton game, the Alex Neal situation, and uh, we'll touch on a few other things as well as looking ahead to Huddersfield. So yeah, Enjoy. How are we doing? Incredible. Good, I suspect. Yeah. We are top of the league, boys. That we are. Yeah, good. So, <laughs> weekend and top of the league for Ollie? Yeah, feels a bit strange. I think it's the first time since I was... Since we've been doing the pod. Well, I was going to say top top of the league, eight years. <laughs> it's not the first time I've been sober in eight years, but... Um, yeah, first time since I was... Eight. Oh no, about 13 years, yeah. So first well, time I was since say, I was it's eight. 2006. Yeah, first time since I was eight that we've been top yeah, of the you league. That difficult. Are you sure you've not had anything to drink? Nah. But um, <laughs> yeah, buzzing. I think obviously West Brom will win tomorrow night, but don't really Yeah, it's a weird it. one, isn't it? Like, I didn't um, actually think come the end of the weekend I'd be wanting Stoke to win, but. I've uh, I've had a chat because you know uh, you know my girlfriend's family or my fiance's family rather are um. It's are okay, mid- you can refer to her as your girlfriend. I still call my wife my my. Well, I don't. But she anyway. is your missus, though, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say my missus, but she is. Yeah, uh, all her all her family are um are Midlands based. Her mum's a West Brom fan. Apparently, Stoke are a bit of a bogey team for them. Good. So is that, right, I think it's. Where is it at? Is it at Stoke or at West Brom? I think it's at West Brom. Mm. Well, the main thing is, I think we're four points clear of seventh, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. So that's the first time it's been yeah, a decent start. Stoke tomorrow. Is it? Yeah, it's at the Potteries. I don't know who's, I don't know who's actually um, taking charge. But it's, the, uh, it's the Alex. Go after and, uh, someone else, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, yeah, it is the Alex. So it isn't Alex Neal. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll come on to we'll come on to that in a bit. Um, yeah, Charlton away. It's 
it, it was difficult to watch at times. Um, but it was a good away performance, and obviously we we won. Um, and to be honest, I think we should have probably won by more. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Barclays hasn't had a couple of really good chances first half. Uh, I think, uh, if I'm being super critical, Shawnee could have done better with his chance that we, uh, we got a corner from late on. Obviously, I was screaming at Barkley to square it to Pearson for his second identical goal in a few weeks. Yeah, uh, it, would, it would have been like... I don't by think, the way, I, by I the way... Two or three nil would have flattered us. Ben Pearson's absolutely rapid. Yeah, I know. I didn't realise, but then that, that run today... You sure you didn't realise? I'm pretty sure that, you wrote about it in your piece. <laughs> no, like, over a short distance, but, like, over 50 yards, absolutely rapid as well. I didn't know. But, um, yeah. 3-0 would have been a fair result today. Yeah, I think it would have. Obviously, at least 2-0, but... Um, second away win of the season. Didn't think we'd win, to be fair. Thought it'd be... Yeah, you thought, yeah no, I, I thought there was going to be too much of a hangover from yesterday to sort of escape. The ch- I was expecting a nil-nil. Yeah, I think they've scored in every home game mm. before today. So, and they didn't. I don't think they had. Well, they had that shot in the first half. Mm. Then they had the set piece at the end, but kept them quiet. Did well. Patrick mm. Bauer was immense. Ben mm. Davis um, as well. Ben Davis was class too. Yeah. That's what them two together. That's what you're used to now, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I as think you said, what, one thing that stood out for me, and I know we gave our fair share, but Jesus, Charlton are dirty. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Kyle is lucky, lucky boy. He should have been sent off. Yeah. Well, Darren Prattley's always been dirty as well. Yeah. He he was um, him and Pearson when he was at Bolton, they had a few run-ins and and uh, Galley as well. But we um. Our game management today on national TV was absolute top-class shithouser, I thought. Yeah. As soon as we scored, when did we score? About 60 minutes or something like that. About 58, something like yeah. that, 54. After that, we just shut the game down, didn't we? So yeah. many stoppages. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we just... Yeah, I said it before, we just look like a proper proper side now. We, I think the key thing as well, or one of, sorry, one of the key things is... Um, and I think I can't remember if it was Alex Neal or Stockley, someone in the press afterwards has, has said how mature we look, and, yeah. and mentioned it in the past. Um, you know, we've got a lot of players who are still relatively young, but they're very, very experienced at this level now. Yeah, you can tell by the way, just like do you remember in the first half, I think Pearson went down, uh, was it Pearson? Yeah, went down with no contact. Um, and you were that like, I was out. Yeah. Um, I think, was it not in the second half? I can't remember. But, um, oh, no, yeah, it was in the first half, I think. It was first because it was, it was minutes after their lad had that horrible dive. Yeah. yeah. Their Gallagher. Stuff, stuff like that, though, we're just, yeah. we're just good at stuff like that. And obviously, just little bits of time wasting here and there. I think Rudd got booked as well for time wasting today. He did, yeah. yeah. Um, we had a few bookings today, actually, but... Yeah, we're just seeing games out Stock, quite well. Stockley, Pearson, um, Fisher, Rudd, Barky. Barky. Yeah. There was a 15-20 minute period where the ref couldn't keep his yellow card away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like towards probably 75 minutes onwards. and then, yeah. But obviously, seven minutes added on today. Seven minutes at Reading. Yeah. So we just need to be careful not to like overdo it. 
the shit housing too much, but yeah, because it cost us at Reading. Yeah, and it all it could have cost us in the last seconds yeah. today, but although but, like, um, like, like we mentioned, we probably deserved it to cost us at Reading, but I think <clears> it's been harsh on us today. Yeah, I think today would have been a, a travesty if we didn't win really. Mm. Um, oh. I think they had they had one shot on target, didn't they? Forty-five followers off a thousand now. Decent. Interesting. Sorry. Just got two new followers on Twitter. Shout out uh, Liam Smith and Charles Parker. Oh, Charles Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he do that crazy song? Mm. Isn't that Nas Barkley? <laughs> 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 oh God. Jesus, what? Uh, anyway, um... it's not making it in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but Pearson obviously picked up. Ah, picked up. He, he, the old Pearson was back, I think, wasn't he? Uh, I didn't see what happened. I'm not going to lie, I didn't see it. I just, just got him off. Of yeah, like, it was. It was. It. It was over something that the ref had gotten wrong. I think. In fact, I think it was when um, uh, Kyle went in with his two with his yeah, it was just up that on one, uh, Rafferty. Yeah. And I think Pearson was gobbing off at the ref and telling him that he got it wrong and should have been a red. Yeah. And the ref yeah. wasn't having any of it and just give him a, another yellow. Um, to be honest, I think maybe that that's one that Alex Neal won't mind too much. Watching, mm. He's been very vocal about wanting Pearson to get cut out. The unne- I think it's just the fact that it's unnecessary. We'd ha- yeah. We got vision. It wasn't, I mean... I, I personally think he should have been sent off as well because it was out of control. And I mean, out of control. By, by the letters of law. But, I mean, we've got the decision. It's not gone all the way our way, if you know what I mean. But, I mean... Yeah, you've got to remember, though, these boys are in a changing room together like six, seven yeah. days a week. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and they're, they're, they're clearly a tight-knit, close-knit group. Um, so you can understand if Pearson thinks it should have been a red. Mm. I mean, yeah. I think... I think with the yellow card, obviously, I might be way off, but obviously he's going to miss the Huddersfield game. Yeah. But then he'll be on a clean slate after the international break. Yeah. So rather than breaking it up midway through a run. Mm. How long after the international break is the amnesty, is it? It's December. December. I think it's like five or six games. So oh. you'd expect him to get through that without five yellows. Yeah, so. considering he's yeah. gone through 15 with... Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not saying he, he got booked on purpose, but if he was going to get booked, I would have preferred it to be today. If you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So um, obviously gives him, gives him a good three weeks then, and yeah, and then re- back in rest, and recuperate, then, and come yeah. back. To hopefully, not getting off well, to it's a long, a it's start a long, after the international yeah. break. It's a long run of games after the after the break, so mm. he'll get a full run rather than. Oh, is this time? There won't be another international break till February now, will there? No, I think it's Feb, isn't it? Yeah, so. End of Feb, start of March, around then sometime. Yeah, obviously, Ledson might come in next week or change it around a bit, but wait to see. But obviously, I don't think DJ will... Well, don't know about DJ, but um, if he doesn't play next week and Pearson, mm. um becomes quite a tough game. But... Mm. Well, we'll, come on, to us, we'll yeah. come on to this field in a bit, but I think DJ today, um, it it looked pretty nasty. Um, I'm not I'm not sure. I've seen people saying on Twitter that it should have been a red. I'm not sure myself. I don't think it was intentional. Mm. I don't know. I think there was two parts of it. There was the first part, and then 
when after he made was, the foul, yeah. like scraped the back of his calf, didn't he? Yeah, there was the dragging to stop him getting through on goal initially, mm. and then there was leaving a little bit on him down the back of his calf. And it was just, I think it was very clumsy, wasn't it? I, th- I think when it first happened, it was. Uh, I thought it was an impact injury, to be honest, but. After hearing it said his foot his foot had gone numb. Yeah, I couldn't feel his foot or something. I'm not a medical expert, but that doesn't sound good. What are you smirking Tr- at? Trust me, that it's not a good feeling, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> what, not being able to feel your feet? No, but at least he can feel one of them. Well, yeah, um, I suppose he can hop around the pitch, can't he? Yeah, when that happened to me, I went to Asda, bought some hormone tablets, and I was fixed up within a couple of days, so... Something tells me that a professional footballer at a professional football club is not just going to go to Asda and buy some hormone tablets. Probably won't look online for remedies for alcohol abuse, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But we'll have to wait and see. But um, I don't think it'll be anything too serious anyway. But um, yeah, that was the first time he'd actually got in behind their midfield slash defence, and he was running at goal. So yeah, didn't didn't have his best thirty minutes, but. Managed to cope well without him. Um, but I think Brown did better second half mm. when he was a bit further forward. Yeah, he grew into it a bit more as it, get, as it think, went on. Yeah, I think, I think he just needs a goal, Brown. Yeah, Josh so, mentioned it in his, um, in his five things piece that has just gone live on the website. Well, if you're listening to this tomorrow on Monday, then it went live today on Sunday. But anyway, um, check it out. Yeah, he. I would he, say someone he, else who needs a goal is Maguire. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about him. I think yeah, I think he's playing well. He's just not. He's he doing more. Very indecisive final third stage. Yeah, decision yeah, It wasn't was wasn't his best game today. Not by a long stretch. He's doing a lot more outside the box this season. Um. Oh yeah. When three. did he last score? One of, is it three of our seven penalties as well that he's won? When was his last goal? Yeah. Um, when was his last goal? Uh, was it at home? Was it against, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. With eye celebration. Yeah. Yeah, it's going back a little while that. Mm. He's getting, he's chipping in with like goals. He's yeah, con- involved in most of the play, isn't he? But yeah, could do, he's, could do with a goal. Yeah. Barky looks a lot more likely to score than he at the moment. Barky just looks like a man possessed. He, yeah. He, the, could, the, he could have, and arguably should have had a hat trick today. I think the headed chance was harder than it looks. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'd still expect someone in the form that he's in to hit the target. Yeah, um, maybe, yeah. Don't remember his other chance. Obviously, he had the one saved at the end that he should have passed. It was the one the, in the first half. The, the first oh, yeah, the one at the back post. Yeah. What a run by Darnell, by the way, on, yeah. his, weak, on his weak foot as well. Yeah, weak foot on the wrong side. Mm. I don't think he did much wrong with that, Barky. It was a good save, to be fair. I think. Yeah, 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 no, I know. It was, but, yeah, he's, he's getting a lot of chances, isn't he? Mm. He's getting in the box, which is something that I mentioned in my piece that I wrote yesterday. He's going to get on the website tomorrow, I think. Getting in the box a lot and obviously full backs across him instead of the wide players. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed. He's at times last season he looked half the player. He was when we first signed him. Um, I don't know if it's the security that this new contract has given him, or mm-hmm. the the. I, I think I think there's no secret that Neil's a big fan of him as well. Mm-hmm. 
maybe it's a mix of both. I don't know. But yeah, he, just, he looks like he's back to the old Tom mm. Marquez. And... I, I agree. I think he scored, how many has he scored? Six this season already. Seven. seven. seven yeah. I think how many did he score last season? He only scored like seven, didn't he? Uh, six, I think. Mm. So, uh, yeah, obviously, I think he's a massive confidence player, isn't he? Yeah. I just get that feeling, but... Yeah, he definitely strikes me as the type that needs an arm over the shoulder. Yeah. Just have to hope that he doesn't burn out, because last couple of seasons, um, you can tell, like, towards February, March, April, he's, yeah. he's been knackered, but... Uh, got... means a lot to him as well. Yeah, he's one of them, and he's... Yeah. I think he's quite defensive about himself. But yeah, he's, he's obviously the first name on the team sheet. Well, we've got a few of them, but he's, he starts yeah. every game, doesn't he, now when he's fit? So. Um, he got six last season, eight the season before that, and six the season before that. So he's already... Well, he's he's, he's another one of them players who's now just a fully established championship player, isn't he? So I tell you what, in his first better. season... Six goals in 17 appearances. Yeah, he, he signed in January and didn't yeah. start until March. He went on that mad run, didn't he? When he scored yeah. like five and five or something. Yeah. His he best scored, season he for us was... Then a late equaliser at Derby, then two against Reading at home the, de- the week after. Mm. It was mental. His best season for us was Alex Neal's first when we finished seventh where he finished with eight goals and seven assists in 46 appearances. Solid but again, he played every game that season. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he'll, um, you'd, expect him, you'd expect him to get towards like 20 goal contributions, wouldn't you? Yeah, around based, that. Based on what he's got so far. Mm. Playing seven, well. Seven yeah. goals in all competitions, one assist. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, very impressed. Very, very impressed. Um, I think, I mean, I don't want to sound like we're flogging a dead horse, but Rudd just, again, for people saying that we don't need a keeper and that we're doing all right, yeah, he's, he's, he's shown again today that he's he's arguably the, the weakest link in that in that side. For, for a game where we saw it out so professionally and we looked, I mean... I don't know if I'd go so far as to say we looked comfortable towards the end, but we definitely looked there. I'd say I'd say we did. Yeah, apart from that scare, it was it was was Rudd putting us under pressure at the end by first not coming for that um, or not not offering himself as an option for Darnell who had to put it out for a corner and then absolutely happen at the corner. To be fair, I think that was typical Darnell. I think he was half looking for a foul as well. (laughs) Yeah, he went down a bit, didn't he? But yeah, Rudd Rudd should have come for that and then. But Obviously, the, Darnell the, gave the him... thing about that is the exact same thing happened against Blackburn in the second half, and not a lot of people were talking about it, but everyone saw it today. So, uh, players players could do something like that. Like players give Rudd stick every game for not being proactive enough. It's just one of them things in it now. But that's that's what you get with Rudd, really. And then obviously flapped. He almost punched Stockley at the corner. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. Kept a clean sheet, can't can't argue too nah, much. Yeah. Made, made a good U- save. Ultimately, we've we've won the game. He's kept thought, to be fair, I thought he's, he's a save from uh, was it Perrington in the first half? Yeah, the, the one where they had a man over. Yeah, yeah, and that I thought a few times that in the first half. They had, that, they had that, well, that. when if you consider they seem to catch us out. Yeah, if you consider they have wing backs and we defend with a narrow four, the wing backs always going to be the spare man against oh. our wing. Yeah. 
I thought so, overall we dealt with it pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, I think that, I think Neil was comfortable to give the wingers wing back space. Mm. I saw um, a post from our friend Ollie Dawes at Deepdale Digest uh, a few hours ago about us being interested in uh, um, is it Kieran Kelleher or something from yeah, Liverpool. Kane, I think he's called. Kane, I have no idea. It's a weird Irish name, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. I, um, Played on Wednesday night, was it in the league? He did. Cup? He was he was the penalty hero for Liverpool against Arsenal. Also conceded five goals. He did also concede five goals. Um, no, I don't I don't see that happening. I think that was in the Daily Mirror, weren't it? This morning. I, I don't know. I I I'd only seen the de- the uh, deep yeah. dive thing. I have to see. I have to see with that because well, that'd be a bit of a strange gamble if we're right up in the top top two or whatever. Yeah. Well, the goalkeeping rumor mill is starting to turn, so hopefully we're gonna. Look for something in January. Mm. Never know I think the Ripley situation is as strange as the Rudd mm. situation. Don't so know what happened today. Yeah, don't know. Think he was. Yeah. Mm. Well, I meant I mentioned when we had Pilks on the other night that Ripley's starting to remind me of Jamie Jones a little bit. He seems he seems to be spitting his dummy out a little bit that he's not in the team, and he's just going to force his way out of the club. In, in what way? Well, just, um, I mean, he seems to think he should be in and around the team. And he's getting pushed out by uh, getting pushed out by a manager who doesn't really rate him. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was on the bench today. It's obviously not worked out for him, has it, for one reason or another. But it's the goalkeeper situation has been uh, the, the least solid situation since Alex Neal's been here. Yeah. Uh, but I think... When we're not conceding that many goals, mainly I'd say due to uh, the defence. Conceded sixteen this season, I think. Yeah, it's not too bad that really. Uh, it's about one a game in it. So, uh, and away from home, we've been very solid defensively recently since since the Swansea game. But yeah, I think generally I think Rudd did fine today. It's just yeah, I think it could. It, it's it's a situation I think we need to tread carefully. With because he's got his shortcomings, there's no doubt about that. But if he's he's clearly respected by the rest of the squad, um, if we were to bring in another keeper, say we were to take a chance on a young Premier League loan, mm. and he goes straight in as a number one, it could could potentially ruffle a few feathers. Yeah, that that situation is a risk. And if it doesn't work and he puts Rudd back in and Rudd has yeah. a howler, then yeah. what, what do you do? You know, he's he's got himself stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> the same so. thing happened with Maxwell, Drember. Uh, yeah. It was uh, the it's season when he came season. seventh. Yeah. yeah. He took both of them out. Maxwell came and made a howler, took him back out. Rudd made a howler. Yeah, it was around, it, again, it was around New Year, Christmas, New Year time, wasn't it, I think? I think it was a bit later because I remember Derby beat us. Uh, the free kick yeah the Tom Lawrence one probably around Feb March Um, but just needs to as you say be careful yeah definitely does Um, but I think other than that and perhaps an an out and out striker Mm. um, someone with a bit of pace and whatever Mm. other than that I don't really see Anywhere else, no. we need to strengthen. Interesting, interesting to see what happens with Andre Green as well, because he's mm. not even been making the 18s on a regular basis. I met, was it three weeks ago? The Rovers uh, game, two weeks ago. Rovers game was a week ago, wasn't it? 
Oh, shit, yeah, it was. Was he, was he in the, that squad? Yeah, yeah, he was on the bench against yeah, Rovers, but he's been in and out. I think he was on the bench against Leeds as well, wasn't he? Because he was the yeah. first to get to Barclays. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but he's, he's considering he's been loaned out to get minutes. He's just not playing, is he? So, um, obviously, if he goes back or whatever, probably bring in another body uh, in, the, in that position. But we definitely need a striker. No striker on the bench today. Yeah. Um, and if Stockley's now forcing his way into the team and keeping up semi-decent, relatively good performances, then it, it limits our options off the bench. Mm. Um, and it, it lim- obviously especially when the- especially when Maguire and Barky start because they're the other striking options. Yeah. So you need you need at least one off the bench. So mm-hmm. definitely something to look into. Um. Hard to know who we bring in though, but that's that's for January. But someone I'm sure, like Paul, I'm sure the question will get asked at the fans forum in nine days or yeah. ten, eight days, whenever they, it is. They tend to not answer questions about transfers and transfer policy, though, do they? Uh, they skirt around it. I'm sure. My my ideal would have been Ivan Tony, but he'll be way out of our range now. Well, you never know. Start of the season because Uncle Trev might actually want to. Fine, isn't he? Already this year. He's what. He's on seven, eight, nine goals already this year. Yeah, he's back. I haven't paid too much attention to League One, but yeah, I think we wanted him last summer. Not, not uh, in 2018. I think we wanted him, but yeah, he's he's the boat sailed for that one, unfortunately. But yeah, interesting to see well, we bring it with um, Johnson Clark Harris, haven't we? Yeah, on and off. But he's one, the kind again, of physical... something that I keep keep seeing online is that he's apparently a bit of a knobber. Yeah, apparently that's why we didn't go for um, Carl Anaher and Grant, who's at Huddersfield now. Uh, yeah, absolute bagging. Apparently, yeah. When he was at Charlton, we was watching him, and obviously he's he's a good player, a very good player. Obviously, someone in that physical profile like Clark Harris, Carl and Grant, or like Hugo, whatever, Nemetra, someone with pace and power. Oh my God, Carl and Grant's only twenty-one. Yeah. Fuck me, I thought he was a lot older than that. Nah, he was banging him in at Crawley when he was like 19, 20. Jesus. He's a good player. I'm, it's a shame we didn't sign him. I'm not going to lie. Well, uh, Johnson Clark Harris has scored for North End at Deepdale in the last five years. Good on goal, isn't it, as well? Yeah, it's great, Adder. Yeah. Remember when we came from 1-0 down? Uh, last minute. To beat Rotherham. Last minute, Mar- wasn't it? Monic Vermeil long throw. Johnson yeah. Clark looped ahead over his own keeper into the far corner. He took it superbly. He did take it very well. He scored 12 goals for Huddersfield since February. Clark, uh, Hearn Grant, yeah. And Huddersfield. Seven of them, Prem. I think four in the Prem. Were they? Yeah, he scored four in the Prem. Well, I thought he went on like a mad run towards the end of last year. Nah, he scored four and he was their top scorer all season. God. With four. <laughs> yeah, I, only know that, I only know that because I was doing a football quiz last night in my, instead of getting pissed. But, You're a change yeah. man. I know, I am a change man. Ah, oh, you know, you fuck. Been on the mint tea today. I'm definitely a change man. <laughs> uh, and on that note, is it time to go and get another brew? Yeah, I'm going to go and make a nice mint tea.
Hello and welcome back to part two of the From the Finney podcast. In this part, we're going to talk about Stoke, the shithouses, um, focus a little bit on our manager and how good he actually is, uh, and we'll also look away to look ahead to Huddersfield at home on Saturday. Um, so yeah, I think obviously outside of being Charlton going top of the league, it's been an interesting weekend to say the least. Uh, up and down, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Or down and up, to be more specific. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it it's tough to try and make sense of, really. I think that the weird thing is, is just the timing of the whole thing. Like, I don't think because obviously we played on Sunday, Stoke are playing on Monday. Mm. I don't know if that would have happened if we were both playing on Saturday at three. If you know what I mean. Probably yeah. not. The timing was just a bit weird. Obviously, you do you do get the feeling they've asked people to put things out there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they, they I think um, still, the details are still a bit sketchy of what's actually happened. But I'll, my theory is um, they've tried to agree something behind Neil's uh, behind our back with Alex Neil. Um, and then they would have approached us when that had been agreed behind closed doors. Well, I'd And I also them... think that they've got the media involved to try and pressure us into... Force his hand or try and but pressure force us. Force our hands, yeah. Yeah. I'd seen on Twitter, really. though, that Alex Neil was apparently the one that reported Stoke for the illegal approach. Yeah, I think I you have to. There, but I, don't, I don't know if anybody else would have known. Oh, yeah. true. I think, think it's like a. Yeah. I think you have to, don't you? Um, I don't know. The, um, does Neil does Neil have an agent? Yeah. Is that how managers work? Yeah. I mean, his agent probably knew. You'd think. His agent was the main thing behind the West Brom thing, I think. Yeah. So, it's a bit weird all that. Um, both of the situations were a bit odd. Yeah. But. Obviously, but, we've but we've in, in both of them we ended up keeping hold of the best manager in the league. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I do come from the school of Diego Di Posizione, and I can't go against Marcelo. <laughs> Sorry, what the school of what? Diego Di Posizione. Oh, for, if Pilch is pulling me up on tossing Adarabio or Adarabio, whatever he's called, then I'm pulling you up on that. Well, <laughs> I'm not being funny, but I've. I'm a student of the game, and that's how I've heard it been said. <laughs> so, oh, man, if we weren't top of the league, that would have been the first title. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 100% Alex Neal's the second best coach in the league for me. I'm a student of the game. Fuck off. <laughs> I am. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a student of the beautiful game. That's why I get in with a student pass all the time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I, I think... You said it yesterday, he's the best British manager in the league. Yeah, 100%, I think. Um, well, firstly, if you just look at how young he still is and what he's already achieved. Is it? 38? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so... Um, and tactically, and then in terms of coaching the players, if you compare Alan Brown to whenever he came in two and a bit years ago, Compare Ben Pearson, Ben Davis, even Darnell Fisher. Yeah. I'd class as one of the best right backs in the league. Callum Robinson before he left. Robo Hugill. Yeah. I think it's, Fisher deserves a shout out today as well. I mean, I know we, yeah. gave, we gave him one, but. Yeah, he was top class. Just, gave him just, like, just like to reiterate, I thought he was superb. Yeah. Yeah, man of the match. Yeah. 
I know it's, we've already gone over the Charlton game, but wh- why did they t- say why they gave Gallagher the man of the match award? Because Sky give it a goal scorer, don't they? Pretty much. That's that's the bottom. That's the. Uh, Is that literally all it was? That's, that's yeah. literally all it, it was. It's, it's like our. Um, it's like when we give one in the stadium. It's usually if a player scored, they get it. Especially in a one nil. Yeah, but yeah, and it and then if you consider the budget as well, then it's hard to argue against mm. saying anyone's better. I I think anyway. Yeah. But yeah, the um, the I think the way the club dealt with the situation was spot on. Yeah, uh, we, we were I don't think we Friday could have dealt night, with it any we? better. Um, the 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 last thing we needed was for it to get into West Brom territory like last season where yeah. Yeah. there was speculation building over a few days. I, no I, one I, knew anything. There was rumours going round. There was this, there was that, there the other. Mm. And the club, I don't think, could have done much more than what they've done. Mm, 100%, yeah. I did, I did what I think a lot of fans probably did. It was exactly the same way I reacted to West Brom is I went through all the stages of grief in about 10 minutes and then just landed on acceptance. <laughs> I just learned to very quickly come to acceptance. Yeah. I think that the the, um, the statement was made at like the right time, I think. Because I think they had to react because it got to the stage where Talksport was saying he was set to be announced as a new manager. Yeah. I think I think about five bookmakers stopped taking bets, and then that's usually a full stop to a situation, isn't it? When book yeah yeah, so uh, that whole they thing don't do is... that unless they've got very good information. So basically, they're, they're someone not money are they? Someone from Stoke was literally just giving barefaced lies out to the media. Yeah, yeah. basically talking about um, the media giving out barefaced lies. I've been blocked on Twitter by Alan Nixon now. Weird. Yeah, it's a pretty big club as far as North End fans are concerned, isn't it? Isn't it? I have not been blocked by Alan Nixon. Yeah. No, neither have I. But I don't follow him, I don't engage with him. But um... I didn't know who he was until uh, the other day. Oh, and you've already been blocked by him? Yep. It's pretty good going, that. I think it'll anyway. be interesting Interesting tomorrow if Neil's actually there. Oh, cause, so... Yeah, because there was talk of him obviously going to watch. Cause he, was, playing... he, was, he was penciled in to watch, wasn't he? Yeah, playing West Brom in about three or four weeks. Yeah, I think it'd be weirder if he doesn't. I don't know. It's a weird one, that isn't it? Because yeah. well, he's not the kind of person who would like the spotlight either, is he? Well, he yeah. frequently goes to watch games anyway. Yeah, so. he watches a game every probably two or three games a week, doesn't he? In the yeah. week or whatever. So <clears throat> yeah, but I think that's been put to bed. But that's going to keep happening now. Yeah, I think Stokes dead in the water as far as. Alex Neal's concerned. Um, if he yeah. went there now, there'd be uproar. He'd look like, more, more than anything, he'd look like a knobhead. Yeah. He's he made his like... bed now, hasn't he, to be honest, yeah. with what he said, which is obviously fine, but... Obviously it is, because it suits... Because we want him to say, exactly. Uh, the one thing I'd say is, now that he's getting interest, hopefully he can use it to like leverage a bit more yeah. in, in January, especially because yeah. we are going to be up there, there's no doubt. Yeah. I'm um, writing a piece in a minute about the upcoming window um, and I was going to make a point of um, what you just said pretty much about it, he's got he's got leverage now yeah. to, to, to go to the board and say look I'm clearly going to be in demand I'm mm. doing well give me what I need yeah he's not stupid at all is he he knows uh, the I thing is the last time I felt summer. you are 
I thought it was inevitable that it would happen in the summer that he'd be given a war chest. And well, it wasn't to be. And it didn't happen. So, I mean, you never know. The last time I felt like this and felt this optimistic and positive was under Billy Davis. Um, that season with when we got beat by Leeds in the playoffs and obviously the season before when we got to the playoff final as well. Um, and I think ultimately the reason he ended up leaving was because he was never backed properly in the window. And That's probably fair, yeah. I just hope, and again, like I said, I'm writing a piece at the minute and I don't want to give too much away. I just hope that the board and whatnot have learned from past mistakes. Mm. Derek um, Shaw was, t- was still chairman then, wasn't he? Uh yeah, but yeah, just they, they they need to back him if he if he goes to them and asks them for stuff. Yeah, take a chance. If, yeah, we're at a point with, now with some of the players that if we if we were to go out and spend three, four, five million on a couple of players in January, and we don't go up, we've got assets. I think we'll be looking more at high quality loans. Probably. Um. Not gonna say Scott Sinclair, but I'll say Scott Sinclair. Yeah, I, I think you've got the habit of not saying things and then directly saying them. Yeah, it's all his favourite thing to do. Yeah, if we could bring someone like that in, um, or maybe like someone like Connor Wickham, mm. someone Connor of that Wickham stature. I'd like Connor Wickham. January, February, March. They're gonna be here for four or five months on twenty grand a week or whatever. Just got to. Yeah. Somewhat like that, like Beckford when we're in League One, a similar yeah. but obviously yeah. on a higher scale. Yeah, yeah someone will do the job. Um, obviously, Dwight Gale would be way, way out of our league, but someone who's wouldn't it be good that? Wouldn't yeah, it, be good? <laughs> it would be fantastic. But... Chances we create as well at the minute with someone yeah. like him in the side. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not sure it will need if we're going to go for a, a goal scorer or someone with more physical, mobile presence so well I yeah, think it'd be quite interesting to see who we target I think I think it will be someone mobile but, but uh, someone with a track record yeah I, I don't think well that's what it is someone obviously Fraser Campbell would have been that player yeah um, I think as much as we've given him stick and we've been given stick in the last 10 days Stockley has shown that he's capable of playing well enough to be in the team. Yeah. He's done. You know, he's, his belief levels in himself seem to have just taken that little bit. Yeah. Little but bit I did notice today he was still moaning and whinging and throwing his arms around a few times. Mm. Specifically throwing his arms around. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wasn't the only player throwing his arms around though today. No, yeah. It was a big game. Uh, um, so I think... it. He will never be anything more than an option for us. I don't think he's going to become someone like Sean Maguire, Tom Barkays and nah. Ben Pearson that will be starting every game nailed on. I don't I don't even think when he signed he was being brought in as the answer, quote unquote. No. no. Um I, but, I just think as as Ollie alluded to, the player, if we go for a striker in January that we go for is gonna be somebody like Stockley, but we're gonna to look top down rather than bottom up. So we're going to be looking for a high-quality loan. Someone, I mean, I can't get the idea of Conor Wickham out of my head. Now, there's always been something about him that appealed to me. I think the only positions, I can't see us signing any defenders or central midfielders. No. 
So it's going to be either we a keeper or... overloaded in central midfield. I think we're fine. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Do you think we'll sell Davis if someone comes in for him? If, I mean, if, if if a team comes in with when, enough... When, when someone comes when, in, in January. When, when, when someone comes in with enough... Well, Wolves, uh, Brighton, both been linked. Um, yeah. We put a piece up on the website, I think, yeah. with both of those two clubs in. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be inevitable. And if the team that comes in, it's gonna be a Premier League team. They're gonna have the money to prize them away from us. It's just a question of how long we can hold out for, reasonably. Well, this is what I mean. Do you think come January, if that offer comes, he will let someone like him go? No, and I don't think he'll force to leave either. I don't think he'll. That's. I think that. Especially, especially I not. If, I mean, I, I don't know if we'll be top come January, but if we're if if we're in amongst it. Considering he's been here since he was what, 15, 14, 15? Oh, I think I earlier know, than maybe. that. Yeah, yeah 10, 11. Or, I mean, like in the squad. Oh, 16, but, um, yeah. Yeah. 17. The thing that we're going to have to. I know this is a very upbeat pod, but if we don't go up in this, this season, then Ben Pearson's going, Ben Davis is going, probably Alan Brown's going to go. Well, yeah. I thought that so, last year as well. And we nah, this is the year because they're all gonna they're all gonna have twelve months left. Yeah. So this is and they won't sign a new deal. No. So literally, this is this is <coughs> this, this, if this we is don't the season. This summer is gonna be a hard reset for the club. Yeah, it's gonna be potentially lose the manager as well. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a massive yeah. season, which is why I can't see us selling anyone in January. It, it's almost make or break this year. Yeah, a hundred percent is. It's uh, very. If we, if we go up this season, arguably that that could be our next five years sorted. As far oh, as... if we go up this season, we're absolutely laughing. But if we don't, if, then not, not from a financial point of view, but in terms of securing our assets. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. The manager, the players. You know, we go up. You would suspect Pearson, Davis, Brown, all sign new deals. Yeah, they'd all uh, sign like four year deals. Yeah, manager probably sign a new deal, especially yeah. after two approaches in. Two se- less than two seasons, what eight months apart? Yeah, you would and I think I think a new deal. <clears throat> I think the obviously the players will know that themselves. Yeah. So that's why I can't see them pushing in January because they know they'll get a move in summer anyway. Mm. If we don't go, arguably it's easier to move in the summer as well. Exactly. Bit, I think so. I'm not concerned about that really. In in January, it's just, it, it'd be more a case of getting two or three. Proper players in. Next, so. next six six months or so is going to be massive for the club. Absolutely huge. Yeah. Um, I think this is the best squad we've had at this level. I think this is better than oh, two thousand and five, six, whatever. Yeah, hundred percent. So this is yeah huge. I mean, even in my um, a dream fifteen years in the making piece last year, when I compared t- the two thousand and five side to our. What I mean, what I chose as our first eleven last year, I was still picking the majority of the current team over over that playoff final side. Yeah, hundred percent. And the, yeah. and, the, and they're still getting better, so it's scary how good we could be. But yeah, yeah I'm not concerned about Ben Davis in or or Pearson or Brown because Brown's not in enough form anyway at the minute. Um, <sighs> Pearson will have an agreement to go in summer. As as will Ben Davis, so there's no doubt they're going in summer if we don't go up. But going back to Neil, obviously rejected Stoke, rejected West Brom. But you think, say, if Leeds don't go up in summer, Bielsa won't stick around. 
You'd think he'd be looking at more of a, a top club like Leeds, yeah. ready to get promoted. They just so, need that final cog, don't they? Yeah, I'm not sure about um, any Premier League clubs coming in for it. I'm not not quite sure. I don't know. Brighton took but, a chance on Graham Potter. True. Brighton did take a chance on Graham Potter. And, um, but I, because he's already got a relegation. I, obviously, it doesn't matter, but I don't know. I think he'd have to go to a top championship club. Yeah, but, I, I, I could see Leeds, to be honest. So could I. Um, and you couldn't blame him, could you? Obviously, yeah. that's cross that bridge when we come to it. But yeah, well, like we said, big six months coming up, and there's going to be plenty for us to chat about and write about and whatnot. And yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the first step in that next six months is Huddersfield at home on Saturday. Yeah, should be a um, very tough game. Seven unbeaten. seven unbeaten since. Oh, sorry. Have they lost since? Have they lost one game since he went in, Danny Cowley? Two. They lost, they lost their first two games. So, and but since then, so, yeah. So they have got a good squad on paper. Was it Lincoln? Yeah. Is that Danny Cowley? Yeah. yeah. Lincoln Lincoln. from non-league to League One. And before that, he was at Concord Rangers. Yeah. Him and his brother, Danny and Nicky. Yeah. Because because they they both played for them, didn't they? Or I know I know he did. Not sure, but I know they were both PE teachers or something, weren't they? And then obviously gone on, gone from basically Conference South or whatever to Championship. Yeah. Obviously very good managers. Well, good manager and good assistant. So yeah, I don't expect a bad trajectory, is it? We we were linked. We were linked rather tenuously with him when Neil was supposedly off to West Brom, weren't we? Can't remember to be honest. I don't know but, if we were linked or if it was more just a suggestion of yeah, who would we go for. Yeah. I'd, I'd expect them to bring a few fouls in as well. Yeah, it's not far, is it? So, yeah. Hour on the train to Manchester and then 40 minutes to here. Yeah, by no means by no means an easy game. No. But they won't want to come to Deepdale, will they? So no, they be a won't. good game. We're obviously, obviously still unbeaten at home. Yeah. Scoring goals. Yeah. Um, we're difficult to beat when we go ahead. And... The Blackburn yeah. game was important for me as well because mm. proves that we're a much better team now. When we go behind, we mm. can still win a game, especially at home. And I think yeah. I, I see no reason why there won't be twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand home fans on this weekend. Mm. You know, You'd what, hope so. what, what more can the club do than have the team going top of the league mm-hmm. to to get people to come on the ground? Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah, 100%. And you'll get people asking for offers and stuff to get people on. Now is not the time to, for that. Bollocks to that. Yeah, now... If you're, not, if you're not going to come and support your team on the top of the league, then... Yeah, 100%. Why should you be given an incentive to? Yeah, exactly. It's, what, it's more, what more of an incentive do you want than coming to... Townham was absolutely rocking against Blackburn as well. Oh. Well, it made me miss it. I've, not sat, I've not sat on the town end, apart from when we all went together for years so, and I miss, I missed it. Yeah, so, there was some there was some fun high fun. level movement on the town and let me tell you, bother and flying everywhere. But <laughs> ho- hopefully the same on, on Saturday. But yeah. Town ends normally this season been fairly full anyway, but it's the Finney, isn't it? The Finney's the hard one to fill up. Because yeah. Yeah. when I obviously you can't see it when you sit there. Well you can't see it as well as from the town end but 
Trust me, I can see. I can see because I sit in the family stand because me and my dad have just, just always sat there since ages. It's been where it was where our season tickets were ten years ago. Uh, we we can see the empty seats around us. I can see. I'm, I sit at the top of the um, top of the finish stand, close to the away fans, and I yeah. can see from yeah, from standing up there how empty it is. because um, yeah. you sit right at the top, don't you, with your back? Yeah, row thirty-eight. Just on, it'll be interesting on Saturday to see. Obviously, the first time we'll have gone into a game top of the league, so whether it makes any difference. Yeah, I don't not, think but... at this stage it's going to make that much difference. No, nah, me neither. I think to the players and the manager, it's just going to be another game. Prepare for it in the right way. Go it's, out and get. It's definitely going to be a good test of how grounded we are. Yeah, players. I don't have any worries about that. Though. I think. I mean, do you know I what? I think today it. was a good test of how grounded we are, though. Um. You know, we knew exactly what was on the line. Well, yeah, because there's I, I no question that it. if we obviously if we it was as simple as if we win, we went top of the league. Mm. Yeah, and and obviously the players knew what what was on the line, and they've gone out, they've performed well, got the three points, and here we are. Yeah, I think more importantly than being top or whatever is this weekend. Obviously, we're four points clear now. This weekend, there's a few teams around the edge four of the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I mean, sorry. Yeah. There's there's a few teams around the edge of the playoffs playing each other, so if we get a win, could potentially create like a five, six-point gap, Yeah. which is then, you'd then start to see a bit of a gap. Well, we've forming, spoken so. about in the past, haven't we, about how... The pack's breaking if, away from each other. we can be in and around the sort of top six, top, six, top eight, when, when it starts breaking away, then, mm. you know, come... January onwards, there's uh, there should be no reason why we can't maintain that level and and have something to challenge for. Yeah, it it feels like obviously 15 games in it. it this has gone on far too long to be a good bit of form. Yeah, it's it's no I, it's no coincidence. I think I just think we're a very good team now. I can't see us we're going on a bad. Obviously, we'll have spells probably four or five games without a win because every yeah. team does, but. Can't really see us like going through a barren spell of like two wins in ten or whatever. Yeah. So we just we just look like a very good team. Um. Yeah, I think I think we're just a very well-oiled machine, aren't we? Really. Yeah. Obviously, the only thing I'd say is just an injury to a key player. Um, well, that's the only we thing we could we see. We don't know how bad DJs is yet. You know that could be. Mm, I don't. It didn't. It didn't seem like it'd be yeah. too bad, but you, you just two, don't know. The two players, I'd be uh, Ben Pearson and Ben Davis. I think if one of them got injured, I'd be worried. But yeah, they both got very good fitness track records. records. Yeah, yeah. So I put I put Barkey up there as well until. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, with Nugent being injured. Uh, Bill's just coming back from injury. You know, if one of Barkey or Maguire was to pick up an injury, it immediately limits us, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so we're, we are still a little bit thin in them areas. Uh, obviously, Harrop. Well, the international break will come at a good time, actually. Yeah, I think so. But get get Harrop back. Get Harrop hopefully back. get DJ yeah. back. And then get a few weeks into Bill. Obviously, Nugent. And then, yeah. Um, I suspect Clark will not be far off either. Come... End of the uh, international break. Yeah. So it's just a, a bit of added cover at fullback mm. or centre back. Um, 
Yeah, just have to keep controlling the players in terms of rotation because yeah. that's what that's one thing I'd say we've done quite well this season. I think that's been the key for us this year. To yeah, be I probably probably agree. Um, no one's well. Obviously, Bauer. Well, a few players have started every game available, but there's been players like Brown, um, Maguire. Obviously, Stockley's coming and out. Andre Green. Um, players like that aren't getting run into the ground. So even even Gallies now. Yeah, Gallies being controlled yeah. as well. So yeah, everything's on it's track. Up. Yeah. Well, it certainly is looking up because that's the only well, way you can really look yeah, from the top yeah. of the championship. And it mind the gap, everyone else, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good in The gap is currently gold difference and <laughs> in jeopardy in approximately 24 hours. But hey, you know what? It's a big enough gap. I don't care. Yeah, mind well, the gap. You, I just you hope it was on the arse. Also, Dude. another thing I absolutely love today when we went top. The whole championship had a meltdown when we went top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitter was a wonderful place. If that happens again or for a few weeks or whatever, it's it's going to be... Our Preston top of the league. Oh, because mm. we win football matches. And every every team who plays us tells us that we're shit. So, yeah. Charlton well, today... Usually after we've beaten them. Yeah. So, that's when you know you're good. Yeah. Mm. Funnily enough, if we don't, if if they get a result out of us, we're not as bad. Weirdly, yeah. we're, we're, according to the rest of the championship, we're worse when we win. I think teams just hate I'm us because says, says all you need to know. Really, we're just an unfashionable team. You know, yeah. like when when I've when I've been speaking to um, like former players for the from the Finney Meets episodes, a few of them have said to me. I think Alex Neal said it. No one outside of Preston cares about Preston. Yeah. Even on the commentary today, I know you listened to it, didn't you, Dan? Jake, you didn't hear the commentary. No, I was they, must the have, they must have said about ten times how unfancied we were. Yeah. Like, unfancied by who? Like, do you know what? We're, we're a good team. By by Sky and by the media. Yeah. I mean, common. I mean, commentators. We had a little bit of a chat about them while they were going on, but it was just little little things like um, Ben Pearson couldn't kick a ball without his discipline being mentioned and I, I know it's i know it's a big part of his game but <clears> when <throat> when that's happening in commentary of course we're going to get this sort of reputation that is going to lead everyone to think we're much bigger shit houses than we are even i like i love that reputation uh, well it, it's because people are lazy they won't they won't yeah. go out and do some research themselves they'll just listen to what they're told and take it at face value yeah. Whether can it's we, right get, can we get this right though? We are definitely the biggest shit houses in the league. I'm not oh, saying hundred percent we are. We are probably but, the we are the worst team in the league to play for being just nasty, which is a good thing. But what mm. I don't well, it's got us to the top of the league. I'm not I'm I'm really not bothered if other people don't yeah. like it. I but, like it. What I don't what I don't like is um the sort of two facedness of fans that will accuse us of like um, well, not accused of. We we do it, but um, say that we're the worst side that's ever existed because we we've time wasted in the 90th minute to win a game one nil. Mm-hmm. I mean, what team doesn't do that? Yeah, I love all this. No, this exactly. means we're doing well. It means we're doing well. Yeah, you don't see people moaning about Burton Albion, dear. So, well, nope. we're all Blackburn Rovers. We're doing well. <laughs> so I love Rovers. it. Love it. Fuck Absolutely Blackburn. love it. But yeah, big I'm test. Big test on Saturday. 
Yeah, very. Do we want Stoke to win tomorrow, by the way? Yeah. From a footballing perspective. Yeah. Purely from a footballing but perspective. From an everything else perspective, Stoke can fuck off. Going to the ground. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to double tick the explicit box for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped a few F bombs today. Apologies. And can I just send my condolences to Nathan Jones as well, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just in case you're listening, Nathan. I, I still believe, so. I still Honestly, believe. your chance will come again and you will you will shine, Nathan. I believe in you, so. He'll shine at North End when uh, Alex Neal goes. Don't get too low, Nathan. Everything will will sort itself out. But yeah. I've got that bet on obviously Stoke to make the top six, so I'm good that Alex Neal's staying here. But, um, <laughs> but that's gone down the shitter about a week after I put the bet on. But yeah, oh well, well approximately five days. No, it's yeah. uh, Naki Wells and Jordan Hugel have gone off the boil a little bit since I promised money if QPR made top six as well. Well, it's like yeah, you, I think uh, donating some money to mine charity, boys. Yeah, but, but you see, yeah. the thing is, the thing is about QPR. I thought their defense, I thought their defense would sort itself out because obviously they bought in a whole new back four in the summer. And I thought, well, they're gonna, probably going to start off conceding a few goals. There's going to be some Darren Ferguson quote unquote games in there where they win four three, lose three two the next, you know that sort of thing. But I thought it'd sort itself out and. Jordan Hugo bagging yeah. and get him in there. The but, thing is, you always get one of them teams every season who start the season on fire, winning three two four three two one four two whatever. Yeah, and then but it, you can't it, you can't score that many goals, can you? Yeah. All but it, it, it depends what sort what part of the game catches up with them first. Yeah. Well, we're we're on one in two for penalties in at the yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah, literally just seven, seven in fifteen. Yeah. So. yeah, imagine that keeps going for the season. Yeah, not going to, is it? It's, it's unsustainable. What was, the, what was the number you gave earlier in the chat, Ollie, that we'd end up with? 22. 23. Yeah. I was trying to look up the most penalties ever awarded in one season in the Championship. I couldn't find it, but I think Newcastle had 19 when Kevin Nolan was there, which yeah. is a stupid amount of penalties. Oh, the Peter Lovencran season. Uh, 2010. 9-10. Yeah, when they yeah, absolutely... Peter so, so, if we can get anywhere near that, then you're laughing, aren't you? Yeah. Absolutely. Because we're going to score pretty much every penalty. Yeah, with Gally and DJ. Yeah. Got two of the best penalty takers in the league. Mm. Yeah, but... Um, and Alan Brown's not bad at them either. He's just way down our pecking order. Yeah. Did Nugent ever take a penalty for us back in the day? Mm, uh, not, no, not really a penalty taker, is he? He, he nah. was for Leicester for a while. Was he? He scored... You know when they beat Man United 5-3? Yeah, did he score he, a pen? He, he scored a pen in that game. Did he? Yeah. But everyone just remembers Angel Di Maria's outrageous lob. Yeah, I remember that. That's what I thought. I remember Vardy's goal actually as well. Yeah. Oh no, say. sorry. That that was the season after. I'm thinking. Yeah. But yeah, um, no way we'll keep getting that many penalties. But no, we do attack the box, mm-hmm. and we've got players. Stock is a handful in the box. Yeah. I mean, Maguire already won three of them. Yeah. Maguire goes down. Bowden goes down. So. I mean, a obviously couple, Brown a won a penalty so. the other day as well. So. A couple of those Maguire ones, if he gets round the defender instead of being taken down, he scores. So Yeah. We'll see, won't we? We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be um... it, depends, it depends what side it falls on. The cha- the individual chances, I mean. Yeah. Well it's gonna be an interesting rest of the season, that's for sure. Mm. Um It's like it's like today, I think if Stockley doesn't get hauled down, he gets his head on it. Could yeah, have, probably puts it over based off our shooting in the game, bloody hell. Well, yeah. Another thing I just mentioned quickly is 
I'd say the uh, the Reading defeat was like the first setback that we've had. Obviously, we lost the first two of the first three, but that wasn't really. And we still early doors, wasn't it? And yeah, we, re- and we responded then, ridiculously well to the Reading game. Yeah, and since then we've got seven points out of nine in yeah, three, yeah. T- three, three tough games. That's, so, that's just not what I'm used to as a North End fan. I'm not yeah. used to bouncing back from a result like that. I'm used to a result like that tainting our season. Mm. Exactly. Which is, which is what I said I said to you guys at the time. I was like, oh, if we're going off past experiences, this isn't a good sign. But I, th- I think I, we, we probably shouldn't go into what you said after that, Dan. <laughs> well, but, um, but what I think I need to remember, and some fans I've seen on Twitter, uh, I think we, we just need to expect better of this North End side than we've come to expect. Yeah. Even me today, I'm yeah. very positive about North End. I didn't think we'd win today. I didn't expect to read a message from yeah. you saying I think we'll lose 2-1. Yeah. Oh, really? Because yeah. pro- yeah. I've got as much faith in Alex Neal and this team as anyone else. But... I'd say you've got more, to be honest. But what, yeah. what you are above all else, Ollie, is a realist. Yeah. I didn't. I just it's didn't think we'd win today. Tell us how it is. Oh, Dan. It's just another name for him to add to his list of many things that he's been called. I am the Lord. I am the oh, realist. Say nothing will top the Lord from the other week. The scholar of the game. That's pretty. Thanks to all the fans, that's all I'll say. <laughs> shout out to Angie as well. Sorry about last week, Angie. I know. Yeah, yeah he's, he's back for you. External, external circumstances took over my control, but obviously <laughs> the Lord is back. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just on Angie and a bit of a shameless plug for myself um i'm obviously well you two know but i'm doing movember and aiming to do 60 kilometers run walk whatever however i do it this month um and yeah shared some stuff on social media and angie sponsored me so thank you very much for that angie much appreciated um i'd offer to grow a mustache but i physically am incapable yeah you've got a smidge of hair i can see it's mainly a dusting on the chin rather than. Yeah, so I you look like someone's wet your chin and just dipped you in some hair. <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed on client sites if I grew a moustache. No, they'd be asking for your hard drives. Yeah, which they can't have. So. Yeah, right. all, the, all the best with growing a beard, Jake. It's a moustache, mate. Oh, are, are you shaving? Are you shaving the rest? Are you going just for a solid? Yeah, moustache? shaving the rest. Decent, double decent. There's not a lot there after three days at the minute, but if you get a lot, you're gonna style it. No, I don't get a lot. I'm pretty, I'm follically challenged. Uh, I'm just glad this is a podcast and not a video. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think yeah, it's gonna be an interesting six months. Um, Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of ups and downs, twists and turns. And do you know what? I think for once. As a North End fan, I'm just going to let it happen and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm, I'm not going to try. <laughs> you are? I'm going to try to do the same. <laughs> yeah, it'll be tough. But, yeah. it's. I mean, it's not been too bad since we started from the finish, so long may that continue. No, yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening to episode 21 of the From the Finney podcast. Yeah, as I say every week, uh, you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, if you're not following us on Twitter, then do because we're trying to hit a thousand followers before Christmas at a push by the end of the year. Uh, but aiming for Christmas. So yeah, if, if you're not already following us on Twitter, just hit the little follow button and say hello if you want. You don't have to. Just like what we do. 
Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us about anything, you can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, or you can just send us an email. Uh, we're from the finny at gmail.com. And yeah, that's it. Thanks, boys. Much appreciated. Yeah, nice one. Cheers, lads. Up the lights. Up, Up the, the lights. lights. We're top of the league. We're top of the league. We're top of the league.